Hi friends, welcome. Today I want to share with you a conversation I just had with a friend who I've been interacting with online for a while now via Instagram. We've had very slow motion chat conversations and direct messages. And he is somebody who has enjoyed my work for a while now. That's how he found me. And I was looking over his work and I thought, he's very talented. He has fantastic live performance work. And live performances of all sort, not just music. He has shots of the circus, shots of dancers, uh, of course, shots of live music. And he's he's got an interesting handle on composition in a way that makes his photos have a nice harmony to them. He creates context to the way he frames things. He also has a nice uh, handle of the expressions of the people in the shot in a way that makes his photos more compelling. And I'm going to say his name in the, the best way possible through my American accent, Giago Roma. Uh, we had a lovely conversation. We spoke about his process and the things that I think makes his, his mind unique and create such unique work. I would encourage you to check him out below. I will link to his things. Enjoy. Thank you so much for giving me some of your time, man. How are you today? I'm fine. What about you? I'm doing quite well. Uh, I'm excited to talk with you. And it's so cool to have somebody who knows, like, a couple of years of my background. Like, I yeah. feel like you can say <laughs> things about me that I forget happened. <laughs> Probably and could. That's a bizarre position to be in. But <laughs> I want to I talk about your work today. I, I really enjoy your photography. I think you're very talented and you have uh, a lot yes, of unique thank you, yeah you have a lot of unique ways of going about um, taking photos of specifically performances and all sorts of different types of performances and yeah. you do something that I see a lot of people do not so well or you do something that a lot of people don't do well so it's a strength of yours <laughs> that you do, you know what I mean uh, <laughs> you you Focus heavily on the expressions of the people in the shot. I find in a lot of, particularly music photography, people don't pay close attention to the expressions of the people, and it's just kind yeah. of odd. You also pay close attention to framing. Uh, your framings are incredibly lively and interesting, and you, you whether you're cropping or whether you're framing them in the camera, uh, they mm -hmm. they have this energetic feel to them that I really love. So one of your first photos is of the musical variety of performance. And yeah. it's of a guy uh, on a stage. He has two lights behind him, these bright, blinding uh, stage lights coming off. An interesting compositional piece for sure. He's a silhouette. He has this fuzzy hair. He's playing guitar. Uh, the, the light is very warm. He has this lovely expression on his face of a very a passionate song that he is singing, I'm, I presume. Mm -hmm. And it's an example of what I think is interesting about your work the part of composition being so well-rounded and interesting but also the expressions on people's faces being prioritized uh yeah. this photo would not have worked so well for me if his mouth was kind of closed or just opening in a weird way or his you know mm -hmm. he had one eye closed or you know something like that <laughs> because people have one eye closed frequently, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what was this, uh, how did this photo come to be for you in the first place? Well, th this, this particular photo has uh, a trait that, uh, a friend of mine who actually he worked as, uh, with animation, he got some 
where you got some kind of uh, permeations in Europe and everything. But anyway, <laughs> I just digressed. Uh, he once told me that one thing he saw in my stage pictures that he liked is how I keep expressions even in the shadow part. Mm. So like in this this picture, you were telling about the mouth and the eyes, and it's all in the dark. It's almost a silhouette. You almost see nothing of the of the the performer, but you can still see those, like, almost don't see it expressions, you see? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Semi-silhouetted. I yeah. I think it's nice because, as I said, the composition, the, the lights, the lights crossing is the most prominent part of the, the composition, I think. And what I like about it, it's one, one stray of light is crossing right in his back, and which separates him i just yeah. realized that right before you said it, it separates him from the background <laughs> and makes his silhouette really work yeah and the uh, the fuzzy hair uh helps make this clone aspect and uh in the part that's out of the light you see? sure sure uh, yeah so it's almost like he has a lunar eclipse behind his head yeah like a <laughs> uh, light spot right behind him right um, that's not the case just uh reflected light from the the crescent bean. You, you did make a good point that his expression is still seen in the shot, even though he's in the shadow. And I think this photo would be dramatically less interesting if you couldn't see his facial expression. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's the thing. Uh, compositionally speaking, uh, I think the photo would work even if you could see, couldn't see his expression because of all the things I was telling. The, the like the the way he pops out in this clothes in his hair and you know his body but what makes it special is the expression still there you could have all this this uh dreamy feel of the stage like this glorious lights with not much color just one color like all celestial mm. and at the same time you can see him having like say really passionate about what he's doing Right, right. And it, the colors are very minimalistic, too. And that's one of the benefits of shooting live performance photography is a lot of times the stage lighting does a lot of the work for you in creating yeah. an interesting environment. And a lot of times the people who are running the lighting systems, they're going to be working with one or two colors. This is yeah. different than street photography, per se, where you have thousands and thousands of colors going around. You have trash cans and cars and <laughs> bicycles and people that you don't want in the shot in the shot. Uh, that's, a, that's an interesting strength of taking photos of people on stage. But the hard part of that is that a lot of stage photos look a lot alike because the scenes look yeah. a lot alike and the bands look a lot alike. So you have to figure out a way to really think differently and, and create a compelling photo in the midst of something that's been photographed a million. It's like taking a photo of, I don't know, the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. It's been, it <laughs> everyone has taken a photo of the Golden Gate Bridge if they're a photographer and they've been to San Francisco. And every now and then you come across people who take a photo of the Golden Gate Bridge in a new way, in a way that's really compelling. And a lot of times that has yeah. to do with just the photos being fundamentally compelling in their nature in the first place that yeah. they were thoughtful. Could be another bridge. Uh, what works not the bridge, what works the, the the feel of the bridge in that 
uh, mm-hmm. specific photo. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's like I, the ones that I see really work well in those types of environments where something is shot over and over and over is when I feel mm-hmm. like the photographer has injected their own personal feeling into the shot somehow, whether that's the yeah. way that they uh, they edited the photo or the or the the mood of the environment around the photo, you know, with the Golden Gate Bridge, for example, you see plenty of, uh, you, you have plenty of examples of the weather being very moody. And then that turns mm-hmm. the shot into something quite different, right? It's covering the top of the tower. The, the, um, fog is covering the top of the tower, utilizing things like that to try to inject some emotional quality into it is something that tends to set photos apart. But I think that tends to start within the heart of the photographers, the photographer's ability to see that around them mm. and take advantage of that. That's the thing that, that can be, uh, that can separate one from another. Okay. So I want to move on to another one of yours. Okay. Also a photo, uh, a musical performance photography pho- photograph rather uh (laughs) we have a shot of a drummer on stage and this one is very interesting to me because you have the drummer singing which makes the drummer more of a subject in the photo in the foreground you have this sort of subframing element which i think is so genius where you have the other (laughs) band members out of focus around the drummer and the what this does is it creates context. You see the other band members and you understand that they're there. Uh, you understand that they have guitars, bass guitar. You learn more about the photo without taking away from the subject of the photo and the primary point of the photo, which is the drummer who is playing drums and singing at the same time. And there's also mm-hmm. a nice balance of colors, warmer tones, closer up, cooler tones in the back, uh, good separation, this sort of thing. So how did this photo come together for you? Uh, in fact, this photo is is, is really recent. Uh, I think I took it less than a month ago, mm. and it was in the in a place here in my city that receives a lot of, of gigs of independent, small to medium range bands. And it was in fact the premiere of this band. There was their first gig. And the drummer, in fact, she's a, a backing vocal. There's a lead singer who's out of the frame, and she was making a backing vocal in the, the time of the, the, this shot. And I will connect two things you said about this photo and the last one, about the lighting being always the same and this mm-hmm. sort of thing and separating it uh, from other photographers' work. Uh, in this particular place, there's not much light structure. There's, I don't know, five or six LED spots that mm. are controlled by a table. There's always someone controlling them uh, live. And that's it. You don't have much thing to work with. Uh, sometimes you can uh, help to figure out where those spots will be so you can think ahead and try to put some light in the subjects you will try to take in your pictures, but sometimes don't. This day I couldn't. I couldn't get there early enough. So when I got there, there was already set. And when I was trying to take this picture, in the entire time I was trying to make this framework, all the lights were lit blue. So 
the subframing in effect wasn't that good because as much the foreground was out of focus, there was still uh, a feel that was all blending. It was all the same layer, you know? Mm -hmm. so there was a separation? I, yeah, there's not much separation. There was all blue and same the same the same, same that they were like uh, two feet away from each other, not the ten feet they were actually in. Sure. So I just make the composition and was there like three or five minutes the the music ended and they started another run until the guy who was controlling the lights started to turn everything yellow but he started with the front lights so in this little moment when he was uh, he had already turned the front ones yellow and was reaching for the knob for the back ones to turn yellow too I could take this picture <laughs> oh I see so the whole the whole scene was very blue right yeah and you <laughs> you waited or you didn't wait it just kind of happened where the lights turned yellow and then the other ones had not turned yellow yet. So you were able to create this contrasting feeling. Yeah. Clever. And two seconds later than the click, uh, everything was yellow. So. Wow. It wouldn't work again. Oh, that's amazing. And so I you think, have to be on your toes. Yeah. I think that's the, the, the deal with taking the stage lights that are almost always the same and trying to make different things is try to understand who's driving the lights, if there's anyone or it's a program. And anyways, uh, how the lights are turning light, uh, turning colors, and try to find patterns, try to find ways to make some blend out, not just take a click based on only the, the performer expression. Have that in mind, but sure. also wait for that perfect moment when the light will seem a little off, you know. Mm -hmm. How important is getting there early enough beforehand so that you can study things before everything starts happening for you? It's, it, don't, it don't really matter that much because okay. most of the times you get there, there will be a, a, a white uh, standard light in the whole stage. People will be right connecting connecting cables and uh and finding the sounds there will be a lot of people working with a light completely different from the one that will be used sure. in the in the gig so when the gig starts you better be there so you can most quickly get these patterns and Think out what we will do in the last in the next thirty minutes before the show ends. Sure, you know? Sh shift your mind into gear quickly. Yeah, I find that the good thing, uh, the the good part of arriving early is because you're absolutely right. The lighting is completely different, but you can at least scope out and mind plan where you're going to stand and yeah. where uh, the band is probably going to be, where the drums yeah, are yeah. set up, and come up with ideas as you're surrounded with that environment to in ways that you wouldn't necessarily come up with if you were trying to just plan at home the day before. Okay, no, the, the, that's true, but it's not that much of a difference after all, because hmm. even if you get there earlier and choose the, the, the place and try to make these routes, like I can get up there and get here quickly so I can take these and that kind of pictures there and here. Mm -hmm. That is nice. You can make some of these plans uh, 
on the prehand, but you don't know if there will be 10 people watching the right. show or will be 10,000 people. So it happened to me. Uh, sometimes I get there early and I make these routes and plan these sorts of things out. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as soon as the public starts coming and the show starts getting on, it just can't move you. You all your plans don't work, and then you start to feel like, why? Wrong? Why I'm not? I'm still here. I should be there right now. Right. And it, it kinds of mess my mind more than helps. Yes. Yeah. When I make a plan and it don't and it don't work out, uh, not slightly like it, I, like I thought it. I start to get uh, really, uh, I don't know, more anxious than I would if I saw everything. As Be it present. Happened. Yeah. Be present, yeah. And um, another thing is photography it has a lot of slow parts to it, specifically editing, right? Very slow mm-hmm. and meandering process. But there are parts of photography in taking well just when you're out taking photos in the street if you're taking photos of any sort of performance where things are moving anything other than landscape photography i suppose (laughs) even then i'm sure there's some some heightened energy but things go really really fast and it happens like that it's a switch everything starts happening in your mind You, you have to be able to shift into a gear where you're anticipating what's going to happen next. You're in the moment. You're thinking to the future, but you're also thinking of right now. <laughs> you have to pay mm-hmm. attention to what's immediately happening, but also what's going to happen uh, when the next band comes up. How is this going to change? Am I going to be ready for that? So it's like a be present in the past, now, and future at the same time. That's what photography is. And that, to me, is one of the greatest thrills of taking photos is is putting yourself in a position where you have to perform and everything is happening at once and you have to creative problem solve on the fly. Uh, And it's a, it's unique to different types of performances in an interesting way uh, where a lot of performances have that quality to it. I feel like photography has a bit of a separation from that. It's not necessarily better. It's just a bit of a separation from even playing music on stage, for example. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, I want to move on to another photo of a drummer, and maybe I picked this subconsciously because I am a drummer, and I like drummer <laughs> photos. Another thing is that, well, I'll, as as I talk about this, I'll go ahead and show the next photo, but I think that taking good expressions of drummers in particular is something that I critique heavily in photography around me. <laughs> But it's also extremely difficult to do well because there are a lot of moving elements. You have (laughs) arms flailing, you have legs flailing. In this case, you have hair flailing. You the face is not always predictable because the drummer is not generally singing, right? So the drummer, a lot of times, they're just sticking their tongue out trying to stay on beat, or so, yeah, or you know, it's, or they're doing nothing interesting at all with their face, and so you you really have to anticipate when they're going. You have to pay attention to patterns, right? You have to mm-hmm. anticipate when they're going to make another gesture that's interesting and compelling. 
Uh, in this case, I think you did it extremely well. We, we have a drummer who pretty close up shots, very, um, it's a, a lot less of a dynamic framing as the previous one in the sense that you have the guitars with the subframe and this sort of thing, but still mm-hmm. just a straightforward, fantastic shot. And what makes this shot so compelling is the drummer's expression. It's He's got his mouth hanging open, his hair's flying around, his drumsticks are, you can tell that they're going down to hit the net and, and the problem is is that you can easily have drumsticks conflicting in weird ways compositionally. In this mm-hmm. case, they're separated. They feel really nice. You see the cymbal has just been hit, and it's it's flopping <laughs> downward. I was going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, everything feels so decisive moment here. It feels uh, really perfect in a lot of ways. And so how did this photo come to be? Uh, I think I always thought you... When people come to ask me, like, how you got that particular moment, how you got that exactly moment where all things were working together, as I said. Uh, and I think the, the this when you're photographing bands and music, not the other stage photography, but especially for music, it's just truly listen to the music the band's playing. Because all the parts where the band will make some explosive expression. You could feel it if you're hearing the music when it's coming. Right, right. The music is in a crescendo, and then when everything's going to blow, you know someone will jump or do something. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's a very interesting way to put it. So uh, I think it's part of the be present. idea you 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 really you don't you just don't you don't just see what's going on you 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 listen you feel you smell you mm-hmm. try to get all your senses to predict what's going in the next two seconds when you will raise up your camera mm-hmm. and this this particular picture uh it's curious i took it the same day as the the first one you we were talking about Mm -hmm. it was a music festival there was plenty of bands and this band was uh there was no beat stage there was no space for photographers or anyone exactly in front of the stage so you you had to maneuver through the crowd and in this particular band, the the front of the stage was all filled with long-haired teenagers screaming and, and kicking each other. And there was really no way you could enter there with a camera and get out without bruises and with some bones. <laughs> so I took my 75 to 300 millimeters. Uh, the thing is that... Uh, <laughs> A nightmare to stabilize. If you breathe, the shot is out. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, did you keep your shutter speed pretty low in that situation? Yeah, of course, but still, the thing's a nightmare. You could go as up with uh, 4,000 and it was still, it yeah. was still uh, blur everything. It's, it's, it's really hard, especially when you're uh, in the middle of a crowd because everybody's dancing and stumbling into you so you have to look at the frame and look at around <laughs> right. so we want to get punched in the face <laughs> and that's an added dimension of to... spontaneity that's going on is when you go to a hardcore yeah. show right 
somebody might get thrown into your face. <laughs> somebody. Uh, so what I did was the, the, the show was going on in a, in a big, I don't know the word for this. It's like a big barn, but mm. with brick walls, it's a industrial kind of situation. And I went, all the, I could to the left and bend myself upon a, a wall. Mm-hmm. So I could really make myself a human tripod. <laughs> right. And Use the structure to give you some some stabilization. Yeah, yeah the wall. The best stabilizer. <laughs> right. <laughs> points of contact. Could... Points of contact. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why. That's how I took this, this, this photo. So I zoomed in all I could. And all the teenagers were really low. So... I could pass upon them all. I have, I uh, don't know, a matrix is 1.95 centimeters. I'm pretty high. So I could pass through above all, everything, everyone, and get this close-up shot of the drummer. Clever. And about the moment is that thing I was telling you about. The band was, in a, uh, was making a riff for like a long time now. Everyone got crazy. And then I realized all the teenagers who were fans of the band was starting to like crouch yeah and then i say that's the time that's it now's the time <laughs> i made the frame and then the drummer went bah, 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 yeah. then the picture was made <laughs> fantastic man you seem to be good at thinking on your toes and that's awesome that's cool it's a, it's a fantastic photo uh, and i love all the fog flying around as well that really adds a level of atmosphere to it yeah as the, the teenager was going down, the fog was going up. I said, that's not. <laughs> it's time. It's my moment of truth. This will change my life forever. Uh, okay, so the next one I want to take a look at is a bit of a different type of live performance. We have, uh, I, I, would, I would suppose this would be a couple of people who are in a circus. And we have a man on the bottom, all the way on the bottom, holding up uh, another guy somehow... <laughs> By some, by some <laughs> feat of science, holding this man up, he's he's his body is fully extended. He's upside down. They're they're holding each other up, connected by the hands, right? And the guy, what's what I find so interesting about this photo is the way you framed it. The guy's feet are almost to the very top of the frame. They're just below the top of the frame. He fills up the entire uh, vertical expanse of the frame. Everything around him is just stage lighting and a white sheet and some blue lights coming down. So minimalistic and organized, well done. Uh, But the contrastingness of... (laughs) Contrastingness of (laughs) the blue lights against the warmer tones of the people really makes this work well. You see the the uh, concentration on the guy's face, the one who's holding the other guy mm-hmm. up. My, my, If I was doing this, my face would not be concentration. It would just be sheer terror because I would assume that everything's about <laughs> to go horribly wrong. But he looks like he knows exactly what he's doing in this moment. And uh, what got you into taking photos at the circus? That would be my first question. Uh, there was part of a project uh, of a friend of mine. He... There's a, a big theater here in town that uh, it's it's a lovely place. It has a big um, 
how to say the place people go and see to watch the show okay big uh big theater big arena big uh seating arrangement seating yeah okay a lot of a lot of places to sit (laughs) yeah in the in the in a good way, everyone could see everything that was going on, you see. And it's, oh, I see, it's okay. Close. It has great stage lighting. It's, it's an awesome place to make any kind of, of, of performance or, or, or music, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the, the deal breaker it is really expensive, so you can use this place. You have to rent it, and you would have to pay a lot of a lot of money and the and the entry fees to make it at least don't don't make the people organizing anything have to spend even more money mm-hmm. of their own. So there's this friend of mine. He 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 got to know that this place in particular was was opening a, a an digital. I don't know if this word exists in English. A, uh, oh, okay. I'm excited. What is uh, describe it? Second, I will put it here. Oh, he's gonna write it into the uh, chat. Notice. No, I, I put it in a translator. It's a notice that Google says. A, a, no, a notice. I don't know if it's the the same sense. Oh, okay. Anyway, we've reached uh, our first uh, moment of <laughs> of <laughs> language breakdown. You've done great so far, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's a it's a it's way a thing. to. They they opened a, a, a session on their web in their website where you could propose uh, some 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 performance of any kind, and they will they will evaluate if it if see if there is any true value to what you're proposing, mm-hmm. and if so, they would offer a night uh, a night each month if I remember right by less than half the cost to rent the place. Oh, okay, so cool. That way he, see, he thought, well, maybe we could make something work here. And the idea was uh, once a month, there will be this, this, this night of circles. So he would call uh, many different groups of different forms of circles, like clowns and dancers and jugglers. Uh, and make like one night with some uh, diverse presentations. So there was always this format. He, he, the guy who was organizing everything, would come on stage. He's a clown, by the way. He would go upstage, make some 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 jokes and all. Then he would present the first attraction, get off stage, the first attraction come in, present itself, go out. Mm-hmm. He comes back, mm-hmm. present another, and so on, so on. For the many attractions would be in the evening. And there was four or five editions of this this project, and was really nice because there was some awesome artists from all over the country and even out of the country. This this group in this picture, they are one of the best uh, handstands of the country of Brazil. They one of the won. best handstands in Brazil. Yeah, that's the the. This translation, I don't know if that's right Man. in English. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like the best handstanders. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, that's the informal way to put that. Handstand artists, handstandists. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> they were invited to Soleil Circus. I don't know that. It's the, a big uh, cir- circus company from China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I understand. Cir- Cirque du Soleil, right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, they were invited to this group many times and I always said no, 
we're, we're fine here <laughs> on that. Uh, the thing is, they were really awesome. This picture is just one <laughs> one little fragment of their performance that was mm-hmm. out of this world. They they made some some posters that you say say that's not that's not true. It's that's not, not possible. I can't be holding that guy with one hand upside down the arrow right. with one foot on the ground. You know, <laughs> that's just not possible. And I'm sure that was fantastic to see in person. Yeah, that was the the stage was all minimalist. There was this same light of this photo, the entire performance. There was no oh, light paraphernalia, nothing. Just them making their thing. And in this 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 moment when I took this this picture, it was really outstanding to see how tall they got in this 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 position. The the stage was the normals, and they were crossing the whole stage almost. So mm-hmm. it was very impressive. This the scale of size they created. So when I, when they were in this position, I I I touched myself that this sense of courageousness, this 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 giant being they, they they have become together, would be the great the great subject for the photo. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, translate this kind of thing. So first, I took a wider shot with their both in the with the whole body in the frame and it was nice but at the same time i lost completely the expression of the face of the guy who's down sure. and the expression in the back in the guy who's up that is all muscles coming out of his back muscles i didn't know existed <laughs> <laughs> so i took a second uh, a second picture closing in just a bit so i could get this trace of, of expression and still get this giantness feel. I think the the toe almost touching the 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 top the, the top of the frame, and the fact that you can see the 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 light points in the same level as his as his toes. I mean, sure. you can see there's a guy standing up besides him, and still his there in the top of the roof of a big stage. Of right, right, right. The, the yeah, the <laughs> angle really. Uh, leans into this idea that they're tall, they're huge, and it's something yeah. that you would feel when you were there. But it's hard to communicate in a photo. So his his foot is actually literally almost touching the light in a sense. Yeah, yeah. and also it almost touching the top of the frame. I, I think that's such an interesting way to communicate the tallness of them. If you would have given a lot of space, they would have felt smaller. And if you would have been on the same level as yeah. them, they would have felt smaller. You shooting up on them makes them look very heroic. And in fact, I wasn't uh, strictly above them. Uh, when I was taking the rest of the shots, I was in front of the stage right above them. Mm-hmm. But when they started to make these these poses where the guys were really high up in the, in the, in the stage, I moved backwards a little bit because the, the flare wasn't on the floor. Here at the stage, the floor is like that. So mm-hmm. I came up a little so I could be just slightly above their level. Not mm-hmm. totally in the same level, just slightly above. Mm-hmm. So this sense of looking back up, uh, from back to up is still there, but they're not started like they're their head's big and his feet up there is small, like mm-hmm. too far, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I think, I think it's fantastic. I think that, uh, I've never taken photos of, 
the circus before, but to me, this is a really good way to do it. <laughs> so well I done. Uh, I haven't since we started this project. I think this presentation was in the second, or yeah, I think it was in the second, the second edition. So uh -huh. it was, I don't know, the sixth or seventh circus presentation I was photographing in my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, so you got to actually be in a like a publication? Am I understanding that correctly? Uh, the. Or did the they who, uh, did they share it? Did they share your photos? Yeah, yeah. The the guy who was uh, in this project, I was shooting directly for the guy who was organizing the the whole deal. So okay. Okay. I would I I'd go to to all the 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 presentations and the day next or three or four days. After the, the, the show, I would deliver him photos of all the presentations. Mm -hmm. So he could feed his social media and the project. Uh, next edition will be uh, promoted with these pictures of the last month. So sure. look, we make some beautiful things here. Come see us. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that, no, that's, I'm glad you got to be a part of that project. That seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know. It was really nice because... We got to know all those people. Uh, every every edition when it was, it was all over, we would gather everyone in one room and eat together and speak about art and all of those various forms. It was really, really nice experience. That's fantastic. And as I always say, art inspires art. You can yeah, definitely you, you can definitely find inspiration from a couple of muscly men who hold each other up on handstands. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure they can. <laughs> awesome okay i want to talk about uh some of your your well i suppose i forget what collection this was from as i look at it now it's the picture of the guy dancing where he's upside down sort of like a break dancing kind of pose yeah it was it was part of the same circus project part of the circus okay see for a second yeah. i was thinking like we were in hip-hop dancing land but okay it's part of the circus yeah it was hip-hop dancing land but inside the circus presentation <laughs> beautiful Sounds like a circus uh, I want to see. <laughs> sure you do. Uh, this guy, he has a, a long-term relation with pop dancing in the streets, the classical deal. But it has some years now that it's happened. But back then, he was like two or three years into a circus land. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and... He, in the circus, was juggler, was all other more classical circles, breeds. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and when this this particular show went on, he was trying to merge the, the, the words of hip-hop with the circus world. So he would propose a hip-hop dance, but with, uh, with the lighting and with all sorts of sound effects in the in the background. So he would merge those languages in one Interesting. And it was really cool. Yeah, the whole performance was with this kind of lighting, a blue harsh in the back and no light on him. So he was just like uh, a shadow moving. Very minimalistic. Yeah. But this, this thing about being just a shadow moving would construct some really uh, unique body expressions because sure. sometimes you couldn't see what was his arm, what, what was his leg. It was right. just a tentacle just a, a, shadow, a mess, you know? yeah, 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 spaghetti of movement. Yeah, yeah. So 
Interesting. It was really nice, uh, as, uh, as though it was the classic rip hop in this new farm, in this different farm. It was completely another thing, you know. Yeah, I I really love the expression. I love the separation of his legs from one another. He's in sort of the full stride of a particular yeah. <laughs> expression, right? It's not his legs aren't halfway down, and you feel like they're going to go further down. Although there's a lot of motion with his, I guess that would be his right leg, left to us, where <laughs> if you would have caught it in anywhere in the middle of that, it probably would have been interesting, but the, the amount of flexibility that's demonstrated here is really fantastic. You, and you have just one hand on the ground, he's holding himself up, like, almost like he's he's floating in the air, like some other force is keeping him in the yeah. air, right? I, I think but, it's really uh, well done. I, what I tried to to express in this picture was mostly that that spaghetti feel because yeah. the the way his feet are pointing towards strange directions is like you don't know exactly which which leg is which like which one's the left leg which one's the right leg. Mm-hmm. When when you share these photos, uh, whether it's shooting or editing, but definitely in editing, do you? have a strong idea of the story you're trying to tell with the photo or is it sort of serendipitous yeah it's a good question uh i don't know if i have just one answer to it because it 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 varies Uh, i I think most of the time sometimes it's just a feeling you just think you look at the photo and you think this is there's something special about this but i don't know exactly what it is but i'm going to share it right yeah yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, ideally, we we try to to convince ourselves that we always have purpose and we always know what we're doing. Like we, I, I'm a photographer, I'm in the command, I know what I'm doing. But most times, you 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 actually you actually do know what you're doing. But uh, sometimes there's there's a, a picture that you don't even know why you shot in the place, <laughs> and uh, when you're going through making your selects, you see. In, Still don't know why. Right. You, you look at it and say, I don't know why, but I won't delete it just now. I will mm-hmm. let that mm-hmm. rest for another day or two. Well, and a lot of times there's something about the photo that is actually there, and it is something that you could describe if you really thought about it, but you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't necessarily know what that is, but uh, the fact that you feel like there's something there means that a lot of times that there is something that makes it so compelling. In this case, sometimes you, sometimes you, I mean, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I added some of these kind of, of, of photos and go months without realizing uh, in words what what I see in that in that picture that drives yeah, me, what yeah. I see of value there. And then after months, I look at that again and say, oh, oh, I got it now. Now right. I see it. <laughs> uh, Sometimes because I studied something that I haven't in back then, and now I understand what I did, even though I didn't know what I was doing. And sometimes just, I mean, I didn't stop, just, just that. Yeah, we're very much in an interesting dynamic relationship with our photos, I think. And I, yeah. I don't know if that's, that seems like a unique thing to photography where when you're making a, Oh, perhaps it works in in different ways with different art forms, and but in a similar kind of way to what I'm speaking to, where you will take a photo and you 
once you get home and you look at the photo, you start building this relationship with the photo and the the relationship is either okay, this one doesn't really mean anything. I'm going to get rid of it or I'll keep it and you know back it up somewhere or this one's really special and you start to have feelings about the photo. Yeah. You start <laughs> you, there's there's sort of a romance you feel with the photo and you you're just kind of interacting with it as you're editing it and you're you're saying, "What can I do with this? What can I pull out of this?" There's, and then the uh, end result is of course that you share it with everyone else. Yeah. There's a I think that happens to me a lot that sometimes I take a picture, mostly street pictures uh, like I'm going somewhere, then I saw something, pick up the camera off the back, take the picture, go home. Yeah. Not much about it. But when I go, get home and open the picture, I look at it and say, I did something great here. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I see the raw file, I already see exactly the edit I want in my head and say, that's really good. That's really cool. I, I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I import in Lightroom and start messing up and start getting some good looks, but not exactly the look I was look I was seeing in my head. I go, oh, it's so good to be not that good, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good. I say it's good as it is, but it's not that good as, as I saw it. Yeah. So I go it's on it, and on for months speaking it. Yeah. So I go on about months speaking it almost uh, two or three times a week. I open that same photo, look at it, try to mess up. Try to mess up with the sliders a little bit, and then say no. I get it, got it worse. Then control Z, control Z, control Z. <laughs> like Next day I'll do it again, and stay like <laughs> much more time than I would in this process until sometime I look at it and say, now I got it. Now, right. now it's perfect. Now it's exactly what I wanted with it. You know, I tend to, that process for me tends to happen for whatever reason in cropping. I will sit there and crop a photo <laughs> 35 different ways and I'll pull it in and I'll make the, you know, like the, with the foot almost touching the top, I'll do that and I'll go, oh, okay, that works. Uh, maybe I'll crop it. Farm sliders, Portrait. Like, now I'm going to do, I'm going to do eight by one. 10. I'm going to do, I'm going to go back to three <laughs> by two. Maybe I'll just uncrop it completely. No, that's not going to work. Okay. Eight by 10 again. <laughs> and then there's a moment where everything just clicks. And yeah. it's cropped everything just is, right. Like everything is almost perfect, but it's so almost you feel you could make it perfect. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you're in this yeah. little gray area between There's almost a gray perfect area, yeah, yeah. and perfect that you can get out. Yeah. Until you get out. <laughs> but but also for me, I mean, there there will be a moment when I'm editing where the everything that I've been wrestling with and how I'm going to crop this thing, and a lot of it has to do with making sure the subject has the floor in the photo so that nothing is too distracting, but that there are still elements in the frame to give everything uh, the proper context, that there's a there's a harmony between everything in the photo. Uh, there's a moment where I will crop it and everything will click into place and I'll go export, done, perfect. <laughs> you know? uh, but it's it doesn't happen, there's no formula. Yeah. <laughs> it's just chaotic and random and then yeah, you yeah, make and it's it work. really deceiving sometimes you think some will be really easy and you already know exactly what you're going to do and then you start doing it and say no i was wrong this will take me hours mm-hmm. and the opposite also happens sometimes you think the the, the 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 selection will take me hours to write it and then in 
15 minutes, it's done. Oh, good. I'll perfect and say, oh, let's, mm-hmm. let's get some tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I want to move on to uh, my favorite photo of yours in the circus category that I've seen thus far. And it is a shot of a man on stage, and he's sort of leaning uh, sideways on one foot. He's kind of in a diagonal stance. And he's wearing a, a black <laughs> shirt and pants, has some red accents across it. He has his hands up in the frame. And then you see in the foreground a bunch of hands from the audience. And they're sort of peeking. Uh, they're, they're coming up into the frame just from the bottom. And they're at a diagonal sort of angle with him. He's also diagonal, right? So it mirrors each other in an interesting way. It's like poetry. It rhymes. And the and uh, coming together inside the chaos. (laughs) Yes. And what I think is so wonderful about this photo, and the reason why it makes it my favorite, is the level of context that you achieved, where you have the guy doing his thing, but if he was alone in the shot, it would be like, Okay, it's just a guy kind of leaning over, (laughs) right? What's going on here? Yeah, nothing. Uh, that's but, nothing. Right. Uh, like this guy just likes to sway back and forth. He's really excited about life, and that's great, but I don't really care. <laughs> In this case, you have the hands of the crowd as well. So they're they're silhouetted, so they don't sort of compete with him in a compositional sense. But at the same time, they are represented, and you can tell that he's interacting with the crowd. And so you've essentially captured this profound moment of interaction with the crowd by uh, organizing elements in a frame in a way that creates that context. And I think that's so mm-hmm. fantastic. I think you did that really well here. Um, Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you bet, man. And what, uh, how did the shot come together compositionally for you? Because you were, I mean, you seem like you were probably a good ways back into the crowd when you took this. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's... It was a good day for me, I think, because this photo was also from the same day as the other two circles presentation. <laughs> nice, okay. <laughs> uh, I was in that same place I was talking about, and the the seating's arrangement there is like, uh, I don't know, like a seashell, you know, the, the shell, the shell uh, gas station logo. Okay, right. It's like that format, and there you have... It's like a semicircle. Yeah, you have one row of seats in the corridor, another row of uh, uh, a thick row of, of stairs, and then another corridor here. Sure. See, so and then here's stage. And does and it elevate as it goes to the back yeah, of the theater? Exactly, yeah, exactly. So I was like in the middle of one, one of those, one of those. Nice corridors. illustration with your arm, by the way. I like that. Oh, he's he's got a diagonal arm. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tend to try to explain things with my hands and my body. <laughs> I, you probably know I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm worse in this mentally condition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, I was in the, the middle of this, this corridor, so there was no no people exactly beside me. There was like uh, three feet in every direction with no, no, no one. So I could get like real behind my toes mm-hmm. to get this angle where I could get all the hands and still get his in the background with his entire body because uh, as I was just standing, I tried to make the, the, the composition and the hands were 
cover all his legs, would cover almost to reach his face. Right. So I would get, uh, I feared I would get uh, a sensation that the hands were grasping him like uh, a mutant, uh, a zombie's movie, you know? Okay, okay. Uh, like, they were cut, like they were coming after him almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he was trying to get out and the crowd was <laughs> trying to grab him. Right. So I got on my toes and then I could get this this frame where you could see all his body, see that he's happy, relaxed, there's no one wanting to make it up his brain and the crowd going through. This guy, in fact, the guy who organized the whole thing. He was the one presenting all the performances. Oh, I see. All the performers. So this moment was between two performers and he was like cheering the vibe, cheering the crowd like who's liking it hey, let's yeah. make a, a hula yeah, everybody ho then he ho everybody ho right <laughs> kind of stuff. I like his shoelaces yeah his his costume is really nice <laughs> he's got like these like red and black striped shoelaces yeah. that I would yeah. definitely love to have on my shoes <laughs> <laughs> This, yeah, and I that's a good point that you make that it's difficult a lot of times a lot of times this shot will happen, the scene will happen in front of you, but something's not quite right where the hands are way too high in the frame, right? The hands are all the way yeah. up to his face or they're covering his crotch and maybe you don't want that because that's awkward. Or <laughs> or uh or the hands aren't in the shot at all, right? there's yeah. there's complete separation you don't get that same context in this case you have this really nice balance between the two where they're not interfering with each other in an odd yeah. way but that there's a harmony to the photo i think that's great in, the, in this case he was he was making the the ola you know like uh the the one row one entire row gets up then the next oh, one right the next okay one, yeah yep. it was making this this move so now the left side uh, now the yeah. yeah 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 that kind of stuff so i could anticipate the action i could see okay if he's starting there then he will come here so i made the composition waited he to wave his arm everybody mm -hmm. waved his arm i took the photo mm -hmm. it's that present thing we were talking about see what's what's right. happening Watch the patterns yeah yeah that's fantastic i really like that photo okay uh i want to move on to couple of your dancing photos and these are interesting because they don't seem to they don't seem to be necessarily live performances although correct me if i'm wrong seems like you were very much like on the stage with the person uh with the, uh, sh the shot of the girl and the it's just like a single blue light hitting her is yeah yeah was that this in front was, of a lot of people no no it was a the closed session we uh, there was just me and her in the room uh in fact, it was a... Uh, I said a smart uh, thing. What? I said a smart thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you read it. You, you I, read I use photos. the world to confirm <laughs> if I'm smart or not. I'll, I'll say something and I'll be like, I think it was this. Was it this? And then you say, yeah, it was that. And I go, woo. Uh -oh. <laughs> I'm not doomed to failure. I'm not dumb, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, the thing is that I had uh, a lighting idea in my head that I was... I was uh, I really wanted to test out, but the, the idea was just aligning, just a way to 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 build the lighting structure and organize the light spots and everything that I thought would create a effect. And I wanted to try it. I wanted to see if my 
crazy idea was right if the effect would be greater as I thought it would mm-hmm. and the idea we, was to take a subject light it uh, completely from one side in a really flattened way just not one spot but some spots to make a, uh, a light blanket uh, all lights from one side the background black with no illumination in the background so I could make one side of the subject lit and the other side completely blended to the background. So you wouldn't see any silhouette, just the, the lighted side. Sure, it's quite stark too. Yeah. The, the lighting uh, in a good way. I made it using two LED uh, light spots with two pizza boxes blocking to, to, okay. the, <laughs> the, the side of the light. Amazing, would, wait, so actual pizza boxes? Actual pizza boxes. Like just open. Well done. I mean, you opened it like a, an L. I, I made some structures with tape to hold it in this 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 way. Drill the hole in the side and put it the the light spot. So all the light would go this way and then light would Whoa, take clever. to the background. So, and surprisingly, it worked. <laughs> yeah, and it did. Uh, I gave a call to a friend of mine. He's the one in the shots. She's uh, a dancer. She she's really talented. He her make, her body positioning stuff. is so interesting. Yeah, yeah. An eclectic she, feeling. She's really fluid in her moves. You you don't see the poses coming. They just get there and then solves and turn into another. It's really it's really hypnotic to watch her dance. That, that's but a good anyways, way to put it. Yeah, hypnotic. Uh, but anyways, I called her and said I had this idea of lighting. Da, 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 da. Uh, would you would you like to try it out with me? We we get somewhere and try to do some pictures. Maybe they turn out great. Maybe they don't turn out nothing. <laughs> anyway, we'll. we'll but hey, you get some pizza out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There will be pizza. Trust me, pizza's on me. <laughs> There's always uh, pizza. <laughs> Uh, that's how it went. Then she also called a friend of hers who was a stage makeup artist, and she would develop this this white uh, dripping deal in her in her face. I really liked how this interacted with the blue light. And it yeah, the, the makeup feels <laughs> very tribal. So it's quite interesting. Yeah, and she's she's pretty Asian, so it kinds of it, it, it seems like it evoked some, I don't know, some ancestral vibes. Sure, sure, know. sure. Cultural kind of, yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't the, the the main goal. It just happened. We were just having some fun there that night, and she she just put some music to play on her cell phone. Started dancing. I started getting some shots. We were in this this like for ten or fifteen minutes, and that was it. I had. Yeah. 15 fancy pictures I really like it's funny because the your your setup you're describing is the moment and everything you were the equipment you were using and this sort of thing you know felt kind of like off the cuff and and not too not too crazy complex yeah but and and the moment was sort of off the cuff and just kind of almost playful but that at the end you end up with a photo like this that feels so profound Right. It feels so rich with 
interesting meaning and it's something that you can hang up on a wall and just kind of look at and feel feel calm about uh, life I, right uh, we took these pictures i think in the the january february of last year and by september if i not wrong we had uh there was going to be a, an artist meeting in a in a place here in the town, and one of the guys who were organizing this meeting, uh, I don't exactly know how, had saw one of those pictures and contacted us saying, hey, there will be a bunch of artists here, and I think it would be nice to have those those pictures hanging in the wall. Great. Oh, well, well, great, let's, let's, let's make something out of it after all. That's and fantastic, it, yeah. It was really nice, we, we got some, uh, I don't know if you if you guys have this material there. It's EVA. It's like a dance phone. It's a say it again. Like a dance phone. Dance foam, like for yeah. the ground. Yeah, but we got some really thin uh, layers of it, uh, black, and okay. we could make like a frame of it and paste the picture in the middle. So you would have. Uh, a made black and then the picture that is also black so it made a really and it's a nice. it's a foam it's like a foam but okay. uh, did you say dense foam big. or dance foam i heard dance dance foam. dance like dance. like it's like, really dance dance like it's thick yeah okay i was thinking like foam you would dance on no no <laughs> <laughs> no <Okay>. not really <laughs> all right we figured it, it out like, dense foam. Uh, i would i probably know like what it is if i saw foam. it that's cool. Man. Okay, so you guys, so you guys framed it in that. Yeah, that's cool. it. Cool. So, how, how big was the print? Uh, I don't remember exactly dimensions, but was like, uh, I mean, like was it small a or big 19 or inch monitor, <laughs> like a nineteen-inch monitor. Oh, okay, monitor. cool, sweet. Was pretty big. I'm sure, and of course, it's a different experience on a print than it is digital. Yeah, sure. It, it has a lot of depth, uh, yeah. especially this this parts of her body that that goes missing in the dark gets really uh, a death feel. Like he, mm. she's really dimensional herself in the dark. You know. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Okay, the last one I want to talk about of your photos is from the same session, I would assume. It's of a, a very tight shot of the same girl, and it's it's actually just a portrait. She doesn't seem to be dancing at all, and yeah. the, you have a nice focus on her eye. Uh, you have the, the texture of her skin and just that single blue light on her, her hair being lit up just a little bit filling much mm -hmm. more of the frame whereas the last one she was on the left hand side of the frame and this one she fills up the the frame she's more centered but she's looking off to the right and yeah, I, I love the quality of this yeah the feeling. Uh, i'd like to too <laughs> mm -hmm. uh the amount of texture i could get out of her skin and uh the part of the skin that's covered by paint uh, i really love it mm -hmm. uh but anyways, this this one was the the last one we took this this day because she was like all dancing and making all these really stretched positions, and in the end when the the music that that she was playing started to fade, I would take a a really 
prominent stands like the whole body leaned towards the front mm. and start right into the lights. It wasn't the fact that I, I, I originally wanted because I want this finger off one side, but I can another one it. So when she looked straight to the light, this, this effect wasn't that pronunciated, but still he was really physically exhausted by the prior 10 minutes she was moving and stretching. So he made, she made this, this position, lean her entire body to the front, staring at the light and open her eyes and it was like, you know, uh, uh, yeah, word, yeah, breathing in and out. Uh, yeah, breathing heavily. You know? exa- uh, what is it? Exasperated? Exasperated. There it is. Yeah. And I wasn't even taking pictures anymore. Uh, I mean, she just stopped moving, and I was, and I started looking at the pictures I made. Then I looked back to her, and I saw her with this yeah. like trans expression. Like right. she wasn't even there anymore. She was. Uh, completely inside her process, inside her dance, inside her body. So she didn't even notice that I pulled the camera down. She was just mm. being there, you know. Then I pulled the camera back up and got That really adds close such to an her. interesting yeah, context of intensity to this photo. Yeah, she, her, her, eye, uh, her eye sensors are immense because she's staring directly at the light. So right. her eyeballs are like uh, completely black. There's no iris left. Yeah, and, and and it's funny that you saying that. What's I find the I find the framing and the everything you did in this photo accentuates that feeling where you you got right up on her. Uh, you cut off the yeah. top of her head and the bottom of her head, and I because think the thing the 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 thing that caught my attention, the expression that I was like, whoa, that's crazy it's mostly her eyes mm. so cutting the top of her head and her sheen leaving just the eyes in the middle of the frame i think uh brought more f- oh he's gone he's frozen hello he's on his way back i believe oh, oh connection is poor okay we will wait for him to return i'll just look at this photo i'll enjoy it oh this is such a special experience I want to be in a position where I'm so uh, intensely focused on what I'm doing that my irises go away. What do you think, Christina? I'd say I wish I didn't have irises to begin with. Christina doesn't want irises at all. Let me hit record again. Uh, I don't know what happened. My Skype just closed itself. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, it was just done with our nonsense. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Okay. All right. Hey, you're back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we Something a... just went wrong. Don't know what. <laughs> it's, he said his, you said your Skype just exploded. Yeah. It just closed. Okay. Out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it was just, it was done with our, our meandering about art. Cause art, you know, so pretentious. You know? <laughs> yeah. What I was going to say was that the intensity of this photo would have, in the moment that you were just describing, would have been lost if you were much further away from her, right? Yeah. You saw more of her body. Uh, there would be other ways that you could capture that intensity, of course, but I think one of the ways you did it was a really good one here where you're just, you're right up in her her space. 
yeah. uh, I think that's fantastic. I was using a uh, 15 mil, so in fact, uh, I was I was I I was saying before the Skype exploded. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to focus all the attention in her eyes. So what I make what I did was get as close as my 15 mil would focus, and then make the composition yeah. out of that. You know, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Okay, well, uh, I want. I'm curious. What are your goals moving forward with your photography? Uh, as you were saying in my portfolio and my on my pages, I focus a lot on the stage photography because it's it's the helm I I, I found myself more useful. Right? I I get more proud of the work I get out of it. So the main goal is to uh, get to work with only that, you know, because nowadays I make a lot of other stuff that I don't even publish because I want to move away from all those things and mm -hmm. get more into this thing, you know. But I think that any journey where you know exactly where you want to go, you have to know that the path will be even worse because there won't be no, there won't be much drive-ins in the side of the road or mm. roads you go take a little detour and then come back. If you have this goal really settled in your head, seems like anything else you're doing or anything else your experience doesn't add exactly to the path you're walking. So you're like, why do it that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so you, uh, you focus your, your eye irises <laughs> intensely <laughs> on just this one thing. And I think that's, I think that's great because I think what a lot of photographers do specifically earlier on in their journeys yeah. is they will go 95 different directions and that's fa yeah. fantastic. I think a lot of times yeah. that's very useful. But when it comes I to mean, trying, if you, if you if you don't know exactly what you're what you're about to do, do everything until you find that one thing that say, oh, sure. that's it. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. I think I think floundering around is a good way to find your passion in photography because there's yeah. a lot of types of photography you'll probably not like so much, mm -hmm. uh, or or types of art, whatever art form you're you're in. I think that mirrors itself across the board. But if you're trying to get really serious about it. It's a, it's a good idea to niche yourself, of course. It's a good idea to uh, niche yourself to develop an audience around that specific thing, but also it's a good idea to niche yourself in terms of making money so that when people yeah. think of you, they are thinking the of a very specific... That that's right. That's the guy who takes photos of live performances, whether it's a circus, whether it's uh, <laughs> a band, whether it's a dancer... Um, live performances are his thing and he has this specific style that sets him apart from other people yeah. that's a really good place to be uh, and I think that's the goal <laughs> yeah and I, I think you're you you seem to do a fantastic job at that so that's awesome so what would you hope somebody takes away from interacting with your photos how, how would you hope they experience it yeah uh, that's wow that's it <laughs> That's a good rabbit hole right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I try to I don't ask know, I rabbit hole is... questions. <laughs> I believe uh, it's the it depends much on the and other things that happen uh, before I even take the shoot. Mm. I mean, uh, why I'm there making that 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 
that shooting that that pictures. Uh, is there a band who came to me and said, "Oh, I really like your style. I want you to to take my band in your style." Or if there's a, a, a company that comes in and in, in says, "We like your style, but we want you to make this and this and this and that." Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily not necessarily what you do, but what we want you to do and think you can. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think. Uh, the difference between these these two starting points will be really will be total importance when it comes what, of what I expect people to 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 take from the pictures when they they see the pictures right because if there is something that I was told to do in a in, a, in some kind of way I will try to get as close as I can of that, that particular way. And this takes uh, technical knowledge, takes uh, what you actually know how to do with your, with your equipment and your programs in, in your editing. So in these cases, what I want you people to feel is nice. You got it. We, that's what we wanted. Because this way I know my technical skills are up to this kind of task. Hmm. But in the other case, when I'm taking pictures because I want or because some that really drives me, called me too, uh, I think the main the main goal is to make the person who's watch who's seeing the picture, even though he wasn't there, he could most uh, more than see what what went on, feel what went on. You know? yeah. like yeah. the the picture of the drummer with the the. Man, you've been watching my videos, haven't you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I I don't know. It's 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 completely because of that. Uh, I think I I already thought that uh, it's a (laughs) it's a consequence cause conundrum, you know? Yeah. Right. I I think that because I watch it, or I watch it you because I already thought it. Right. Right. Yeah, the, yeah, it's the chicken or the egg. Yeah, exactly, we don't know exactly, exactly which one came first, but they influence each other. <laughs> That's what matters. Yeah. The thing is, the I think that comes through in your work. the The idea that you want to communicate a feeling just as strongly as you want to communicate the visual quality of things. I love that. Yeah, because because uh, it's it's nothing about you can see a. a uh, something recorded with a cell phone and get really connected and sure. some really giant production that you say is, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what matters is, is the feel, is what you feel in your gut when you're seeing something, not what you're actually seeing mm-hmm. as a form of what you're seeing. Well, what's so course, interesting is that people can, they can take a feeling that you experienced while you're there and you tried to communicate yeah. And of course they can feel that and that's awesome, right? And it's something that yeah. connects them to not only the photo, but you as the photographer, but also they can in- take that feeling and interpret it their own way and then go all sorts of different directions with yeah. that, just like music. And still it would be great because if you, if you, if our, if your work served as a spark to, to any kind of feeling, even if it's a bad feeling, sometimes mm-hmm. you want to cause a bad feeling. You're, I don't know, you're making war photography. You don't sure. want people to sit down and say, whoa, that's beautiful. I want that <laughs> for me. You don't want that. <laughs> I'm so happy. 
Yeah, look at this kid's line. Oh, I'm stoked now. <laughs> that, that doesn't seem to be to the intention of the artist. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. No, it's hard <laughs> to look at like a famous wharf, like a like a James Knockway or something like that, and be happy about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're so dark and and yeah, painful feeling, really but surreal. so beautiful at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's uh, who's your cat over there? Oh, she's a mother. Come on. <laughs> I don't think she speaks English. <laughs> oh, okay, that's understandable. I feel like that cat would speak French. Uh, I don't know. You don't know yet? She, she kind of communicates well in Portuguese, but uh, I'm sure it's not her mother language. <laughs> I see. I see. What if, what if one day she just speaks Russian? I probably think she's just meowing. Way. <laughs> like a really angry meow. Yeah. Meow. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> she's angry. She's this Russian, and I don't know it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see. Oh, our pets. Okay. Well, this this is a good place to wrap this one up. I think I've really enjoyed uh, talking with you, man. I, I'm happy that we got Appreciate to it, man. do this. Uh, sorry for the floundering leading up to this. Uh, it's, it's always a chaotic <laughs> thing trying to get two people together in the same digital room. Um, <laughs> but we made it work, and it was it was fantastic. I really enjoy your work. It was fantastic. I really like it, too, man. Uh, thanks for for accepting me and wanting to have this talk. And the pleasure sorry was all, mine. And sorry for you and all the viewers for my pesky English. Let's. I, I know some, maybe some, sometimes you will have to insert a subtitle of some sort, I don't know, but it's your problem now, not mine. Well, you, well, for one, you did, you did well. Two, that's why they have a rewind 15 seconds button. <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right. Well, dude, uh, I, I'd love to do this again anytime and thank you so much. Yeah, man. Me too. See you. It was great. Okay, that is it for this one. I hope you found this conversation valuable. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the conversation below. I will link to his things below. Check him out. I hope you have a lovely day. Goodbye. I'm going to eat some lunch.